President uh, Biden seems to be living in another time. He's living in another in another time when Republicans were uh, Republican politicians were honorable. He's living in this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A time when one could trust the word of a Republican and that in as much as they were conservative, they believed at least in humanity. Yes, they believe in uh, this false notion of pulling yourself up by your bootstrap, even though that's not what that statement really ever meant. But they, they actually believe that somehow things weren't as skewed as they really are. History let us know. History, anybody informed in real history, understand the systemic nature of poverty, the systemic nature of all these things in our country. Even Biden acknowledges that, but he's such an institutionalist. He thinks that if he adds to the court, it will delegitimize the court. Well, the court is already an illegitimate institution that was stolen from those presidents who had their authority and the right to assign justices. It's already a stolen body. But listen to the president in the interview that he did yesterday uh, with uh, Nicole Wallace. I think it's prescient. We better change his mind or we better change the president. Roe and Casey are decided with justices appointed by Democrats and Republicans. Yes. And these opinions that land outside the range of, of public opinion in our country are super conservative majority decisions. They're 6-3 on Dobbs. They're 6-3 yeah. on affirmative action. Does it require, I mean, does your love and reverence for our institutions make you do a hard thing and look at shaking up the institutions? Will you look at court reform again? Well, I, I did look at the, here's two things. Before I got elected, while I put together a group of constitutional scholars to try to expand the court, which I think is a mistake after all the, the, the judgment was that that didn't make sense because it can become so politicized in the future. But so what I've done is I have, in my appointments, I've appointed 136 judges and found ourselves in a situation where I've picked people who are from various backgrounds. We've appointed more women to the appellate courts, black women to the appellate courts than every other president in American history, not just Katanji Brown, but more than any across the board. We've also... I wanted to make sure that we had on the court, and Republicans have been appointed to the court bias as well. On the court, want to have public defenders. People have been on the other side of the equation. Mm -hmm. So that everyone is represented. There's a point of view to be able to be made. And, uh, and but, it's, but there's no, I have no hard test to say you must have this view. I never ask a, a nominee, what's their position on A, B, C, or D? No litmus test. No litmus test. Do you worry that without court reform, this conservative majority is too young and too conservative, that they might do too much harm? Well, I think they may do too much harm. Um, but uh, um, I think if we start the process of trying to expand the court, we're going to politicize it maybe forever in a way that 
is not healthy. That you can't get back. That you can't get back. Um, and I think, look, I think maybe it's just the optimist in me. I think that some of the court are beginning to realize their legitimacy is being questioned in ways that hadn't been questioned in the past. And I think there's a concern on some, maybe even the chief justice, that maybe, maybe we better. Well, in the independent legislature's decision, it looks like maybe Roberts had that in mind. I don't know. That. I don't either. <laughs> we, I, I, I hate to say this, but President Biden is absolutely wrong. He's absolutely wrong. Uh, the, 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 the statement that he makes where he thinks uh, it, it will be political or it would be seen that the court is political, that, that water has already left the dam. The court is political. It has always been political, but more so than now, than ever before. It is, people used to try to have some semblance of, some semblance of, of neutrality. That is completely gone right now. And the only way to fight this issue is to fight this issue. The court must be fixed. And the only way to fix the court is for the president to do it. Uh, rather, it's for the Senate to go, uh, go, go ahead and start the process of creating to, uh, four more seats on that Supreme Court. It must be done because we have a generation of disaster coming. Like I said several years ago, Republican know that not, not, Republican politicians know that their policies are not wanted by most of the American people. And the only way for these policies to be effected is for there to be a Supreme Court that is doing exactly what it is doing right now. Supporting PPP and all these other things for big government for the corporations and trying to get all the poor people, the people that have that have very little to do it right. Folks, it is time to make a change. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.